Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. It somehow feels like a really long time since we've done a show. Well, it's been several weeks because we did, let's see, Songs That Got You Through School. Oh, right, because I did the Steve Malkmus show Steve Malkmus guest DJ. That was a delight. You know, I had asked him to send me a little a little audio note about a song that I was going to play on the show, and the note I got back from him said, uh, it's a song, I wrote it, uh, you can listen to it on the way to work, at work, or after work, or you don't have to be at work. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, no, what's this inter- interview going to be like? And I wasn't sure if he was being funny or just had nothing to say. And I, w- I thought, oh, no, you're going to interview him or do a guest DJ. Oh, maybe it'll be awful. And it was really wonderful. But if people haven't listened to that guest DJ with Steve Malkmus, they should. Yeah, it's a great moment. good music, too. Uh, I was at the non-convention, uh, which is the non-commercial public radio convention that happens at WXPN in Philadelphia, where public radio people who are in the music world uh, get together and have a great time. And and in order for us to have a great time, well, you got to have bands, right? And we had lots of them. There's talking times, but there's lots and lots of music. And the last person to play, the, like 20, 25 acts over the course of the week, the last person to play was Angelique Kijo. And she is coming out with an album remaking the entire Remain in Light by Talking Heads. Wow. I'm going to play this for you, and it is just a knockout. She's an African musician from Benin, West Africa. She heard this music when she came to Paris for the first time, heard Talking Heads back in the 80s, 83, I think it was, that she heard the record. That's a good time to hear them. And was blown away and thought there was a lot of uh, African influences in this music, and so it's just stuck with her. So I'd like to play the amazing song Once in a Lifetime, this done by Angelique Kijo. And you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? And you may ask yourself, where is that large automobile? And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful house. And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful world. Letting the days go by. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever 
beautiful house And you may ask yourself Where does that highway go to? And you may ask yourself Am I right? Am I wrong? And you say to yourself Bring back memories. Oh my gosh! I well, certainly of of the Talking Heads. I I cannot tell you what it did to my my little brain when I was a young teenager in the '80s in small town Kansas when I first saw uh, David Byrne. I only got to see him on TV. It was the only way I could see him. And you know, he's wearing the suit and he's acting like he's getting punched by some invisible person, and you know, he had all these crazy dance moves. It was like I'd landed on another planet. <laughs> You know, when the song started, it's interesting. I, I found myself wondering whether or not this song is 
untouchable. But then when Angelique Kijo got into it, uh, I started hearing how this could all work, especially in the call and response. I saw her uh, two weeks ago in Philadelphia. Four days previous to that, I saw David Byrne perform this song on stage for his solo tour, which is absolutely a brilliant tour, by the way, and doing a lot of the same gestures he did in the video that you described, many of which come from uh, religious rituals and stuff, and a lot of the wording and stuff comes from great radio preachers and so forth, where he pulls a lot of the words from. Angela Kijo, she didn't get to hear music of her choosing when she lived in Benin. It was a dictatorship, and when she came to Paris, all this music was hers to hear, and one of those pieces of music was Once in a Lifetime. Well, I I feel like her story and mine are really similar. Yeah, I really didn't get to listen to what I wanted to listen to in the middle of nowhere either. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> anyway, so this uh, this Angelique Kijo record comes out uh, June eighth. Uh, all of Remain in Life, top to bottom. Wow. Well, let's go to Gabriella Cohen. Uh, she's a guitar pop singer from Australia. All my Everybody I'm going to play today is a completely new discovery for me just within the last couple of weeks. She released a debut record called Full Closure and No Details in 2016. Completely missed it. Uh, but I found this new record that she has coming out called Pink is the Color of Unconditional Love, and it is just so enchanting. It's a little playful, a little sly, and very surprising in these subtle ways. I think she twists a lot of our expectations of what pop music and guitar pop music is. The song I want to play is called Music Machine, and I will let her tell you how this one came together. You're going to hear uh, Gabriella Cohen reference another Australian band that we had on the show recently called Confidence Man. She will reference them. But uh, here's Gabrielle Cohen talking about her song Music Machine from Pink is the Color of Unconditional Love. Music Machine was born around the same time that I came back from my first U.S. tour and I was doing a bunch of shows. I found myself crashing in my friend's house. They're all in a pop band together called Confidence Men. And they're doing some kind of world domination thing at the moment. They write really great pop songs with a beat that gets everyone dancing. So I was very much inspired to write a pop hit pronto while I was staying there. Uh, I demoed it really fast on a little box with my tiny, tiny, tiny interface. Yeah, I travel with a little interface and it gets me by. I've left all the original backup vocals and you can hear the little birds tweeting through the window, which is pretty cool because I got some recording time. It's easy to get all serious about your profession and become jaded fast in this industry. So this is a little song that you can still be cynical and laugh it off at the same time. Thank you so much for having me, NPR. It means the world. Bye. 
So infectious. Another thing she sings about, Gabriella Cohen sings about, is something that I have found to be a recurring theme in a lot of the music we're hearing, which is that we all want the same things in life. You know, she she wrote this while she was on tour and traveling around in different countries and found more similarities than differences and found that we're all more alike than we are different. And uh, that should be celebrated. She also talks about wanting to make music without being swept up in the business of making music, which is the music machine that she sings about. Uh, the song Music Machine from Pink is the Color of Unconditional Love. There's a crazy range on this record, too. If You, you can hear uh, so many different influences in there, but I hear, like, on this record, Bossa Nova and sometime prog rock almost huh. oh. um, and girl group harmonies. Yeah, you know, heard, you've definitely heard, heard some of that. Uh, this record is out June 1st. Pink is the Color of Unconditional Love from Gabriella Cohen. Well, we're going to have another Australian voice. In fact, two. Uh, I'm going to play new music from the Luke. Oh, I saw there was... I haven't heard it yet, but oh, I saw there was... There, someone's I, coming. I can't stop listening, which is what happened when 2014, when they put out a record. It was my number one album of 2014, this Australian duo. And I've waited four years for this record. What, <laughs> and I'm really, what about your needs? <laughs> that's right. They're obviously not thinking of... I know they were building a new studio. And, you know, well, that's okay, right. that's a... That's an excuse for, you know, six months. I mean, how long does yeah. it take to build a recording a hammer, studio? You get a hammer, some couple egg cartons, right. staple them to the wall. <laughs> anyway, what is it? So what's this oh, new and, music? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That, it's called Sculptor is the name of the album. comes out July 13th. And uh, this is uh, Zoe Randall and Steve Hassett. I asked uh, Zoe to tell us about the song I'm going to play. It's called Heist. I could have picked any song from this album. It's just everyone's great. Hi, Bob. I guess one of the ideas I was ruminating on for our latest record was about volition and Heist in particular plays around um, with the idea about what say you have in your own woes and what you might think other people owe you. It's a bit of a challenge to that headspace. Stymied reproach It was 
Beautiful. It feels a little like, I don't know, fatter, a little bigger sound than they usually have. There's many, many, many layers of things. In that case, you heard vocal harmonies and that synth layer, where in the past you might hear, you know, Steve's guitar and and Zoe and Steve singing. Uh, In this case, LeLuc is, uh, it's... There's a lot going on. They even have Jay Maskus playing guitar on a oh, song, wow. right? <laughs> uh, who, from Dinosaur <laughs> Jr., who you wouldn't expect 
from you, this. You only quiet. bring him out <laughs> if you want the big guns. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, Aaron Dessner again worked on this. He oh, nice. helped produce the last record. He worked on this. I think he may have done the uh, the drum programming on on that song. Uh, that song called Heist. Jim White from Dirty Three is playing on the record. Anyway, it's just a fantastic, fantastic record from Luke. It's called Sculptor. Comes out July 13th on Sub Pop. From Australia, let's go all the way to New Zealand. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. This is this is another discovery for me, a band called The Beths. The Beths, uh, a guitar rock and pop band from New Zealand. They're fronted by the singer Liz Stokes. Who does a hand claps in this song? No hand claps in this one, but... It, that's a that's a reasonable question to ask okay. when I'm about to play something. Um, interesting background for this band: Liz Stokes, the singer, only sang she well not only but she primarily sang like quieter folk songs, folk music before this. She and the three other members of the band all studied jazz together at the University of Auckland. Uh, but musically, when they started playing together, they found that this was the sound they all gelled around, this grittier pop and rock sound. I want to play the title track to their uh, debut record. It's called Future Me Hates Me. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to let Liz Stokes tell us more about it. And I'll say, when you hear Liz Stokes tell us about the song in this clip, you need to know that it was recorded right after they had done a gig, a show in England. It was 1.30 in the morning, and she was crashing somewhere and she was trying to be really quiet because oh, she didn't want to really wake funny. up all the other other band members so here's Liz Stoke talking about the song Future Me Hates Me and we'll, we'll hear the song right after it okay I need to talk about the song Future Me Hates Me I wrote it I guess in a, I was just freshly out of a long term relationship and I was in my early to mid 20s which is pretty not revolutionary in any way uh, I was determined to be on my own for a while with the best of intentions and which never I guess really pans out I think it's a song that's kind of both optimistic and pessimistic because I mean the whole outlook is is pessimistic I think but I mean in the end you you do it which means that you you think there's some kind of chance that something good's going to happen I mean it's I guess it's kind of a love song but maybe a reluctant one one that kind of Deals in self-preservation or something.
the band The Beths. Uh, that song was the title track to the new record, Future Me Hates Me. I don't know, maybe I just identify with that uh, notion. But um, Listoke says that New Zealanders are always putting their heart on their sleeves and then apologizing for it, which is maybe, it kind of speaks a little bit to what she said is going on in this song, that uh, it's a love song that's both earnest and guarded at the same time. This record, Future Me Hates Me from the Beths, is out August 10th, and it is a great, great listen. Want to take a break? Yeah, let's do that. And maybe come back and, I don't know, play a little more of the music stuff. Music? Yeah. All right. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Indeed. When it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need help getting your short list of candidates fast. With Indeed, post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates. And when you need to hire fast, accelerate your results with sponsored jobs. New users can try for free when you sign up at Indeed.com slash NPR podcast. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Uh, I woke up this morning and saw uh, there was a new new music from James Blake. I didn't see it coming, and there it was, and it was just stunning. I haven't even seen or heard this one yet oh, either. Good. All I know about it uh, is the song is called Don't Miss It. Uh, it's a single by James Blake. He's playing here with uh, Dominic Maker of Mount Kimby. And um, that's it. Let's hear it. The world has shut me out. If I give everything, I'll lose everything. Everything is about me I am the most important thing Oh, but I miss it. 
It's astonishing. It's so good. Can we just call it a day? He has such a gift for making music that sounds very familiar, but it is completely new. Like if Sam Cooke were uh, paired with the, the right producer nowadays and made, made music, maybe it would sound something like this. But So uh, haunting, right? It is. And that's the, I, I thought it was a singer, uh, that recurring theme, but maybe it was a... Th- Theremin, we were talking while we were listening. You thought maybe theremin. Yeah, there's something about the way it jumps in pitch, something that makes it sound like it's not happening in real time. Mm-hmm. There's something weird going on. Yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's absolutely stunning. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole, the words of the song really are the, at the heart of it, which I'm still taking in, but it seems to me it's about somebody who basically wants to be this ghost in a shell and let life pass by. And and then the idea, which I think uh, James Blake is saying, don't miss it, don't miss life. He says, like I did. I'm going to keep thinking about what the song is about. See, future me hates me for, for uh, missing out on life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because I stayed in my shell for so long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love it. I probably will go back and listen to that song as, again as soon as we're done here. <laughs> but I do have one more great song that I want to play, and it okay. comes from, from an artist called I'm Kingfisher. This is uh, the musical project of Thomas Johnson. He is from Sweden. He's been putting music out for like 15 years, and I only just stumbled upon him, although I will say that I read his press release, uh, and it, they called him Sweden's best-kept secret. And I thought, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you are doing a very good job <laughs> of keeping this from me. Uh, but he's, he's just a folk pop singer. His music draws very heavily on artists like M. Ward or John Fahey. This new record that he has out now called Transit, it's very stripped down, and he 
recorded most of this by himself in complete full takes, like uh, his guitar and his voice, recording them both at the same time. You know, a lot of people will record like, down the music and then sing over it. He did it all in, in complete takes. And he says that he is just, and this is some of the themes he gets into on this record, Transit. He says he's fascinated by the way that endings lead to new beginnings, how uh, the good and bad in life, or the bad and the good, how they live together and uh, affect each other. And I think that's part of what's going on in the song that I want to play. But I'm going to let Thomas Johnson tell you more about it himself. The song is called Topography of Gabon from the record Transit. He'll tell you a little bit more about it, and then uh, we'll hear the song. And then we'll leave. We're gone. We're done. Oh, and the band again is I'm Kingfisher. This record is awesome. You should totally listen to this Transit. Thanks, Mitch Sheldon. Thank you, Bob. VMPR Music. It's all songs considered. When I play this live, I used to address it as a song about the geography of Gabon and a lot of other things I know nothing about. But uh, basically, it's a song about the reoccurring theme of mine. It's a, about the one that got away and what happened in life and what could have happened and I guess what I could have been. I think I have one of those songs on all my albums and sometimes it's mournful and sometimes it's playful, but it always hits the same nerve. Uh, I don't know if I make any sense here, but I... I wrote this song being in a happy place. Uh, I used to play this for my daughter when she was young and she used to dance and then fall asleep in her crib. And that's a beautiful memory of mine. And maybe that's what the song is about for me, even if it's not really in the song.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines, like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.